June 6th, St. Norbert, Bishop. St. Norbert was born in the Duchy of Cleves around the year 1080. A canon of the Church of Xanten, he was converted from a worldly life, embracing the religious state, was ordained to the priesthood in 1115. Undertaking the apostolic life, he accepted the duty of preaching, particularly throughout France and Germany. Gathering together some companions, he laid the foundations of the Premonstratensian order, for which he also founded monasteries. Elected Archbishop of Magdeburg in 1126, he reformed the Christian life and spread the faith to near to nearby pagan nations. St. Norbert died in 1134. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the words that he speaks, and I know mine, and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee, but Christ remains to guard our sleep. When evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We shall not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace, where shorn of sin and refreshed by his love, we gaze in prayer upon his face. If anyone wishes to be first, He must become the last and the servant of all. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King. How your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire. You have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success. You have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad, for the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works, how deep are your designs. The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. See how your enemies perish, all doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength, you anoint me with the purest oil. 
My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My good and faithful servant, come and share your Master's joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the letter of the Apostle Paul to Titus. The bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless. He may not be self-willed or arrogant, a drunkard, a violent or greedy man. He should, on the contrary, be hospitable and a lover of goodness, steady, just, holy, and self-controlled. In his teaching he must hold fast to the authentic message so that he will be able to both encourage men to follow sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are many irresponsible teachers, especially from among the Jewish converts, men who are empty talkers and deceivers. These must be silenced. They are upsetting whole families by teaching things they have no right to teach, and all for sordid gain. As for yourself, let your speech be consistent with sound doctrine. Tell the older men that they must be temperate, serious-minded, and self-controlled, likewise sound in the faith, loving, and steadfast. Similarly, the older women must behave in ways that befit those who belong to God. They must not be slanderous gossips or slaves to drink. By their good example, they must teach the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be sensible, chaste, busy at home, kindly, submissive to their husbands. Thus the word of God will not fall into disrepute. Tell the young men to keep themselves completely under control, nor may you yourself fail to set them good example. Your teaching must have the integrity of serious, sound words to which no one can take exception. If it does, no opponent will be able to find anything bad to say about us, and hostility will yield to shame. You must have at heart every member of the flock, for the Holy Spirit has made you their shepherds. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. A reading from the life of St. Norbert, Bishop Norbert is deservedly numbered by historians among those who made an effective contribution to the reform movement under Pope Gregory VII. He established a clergy dedicated to the ideals of the gospel and the apostolic church. They were chaste and poor. They wore the clothing and the symbols of the new man, that is to say, they wore the religious habit and exhibited the dignity proper to the priesthood. Norbert asked them to live according to the norms of the scriptures with Christ as their model. They were to be clean in all matters pertaining to the altar and divine worship, to correct their faults and failings in their chapter meeting, and to care for and give shelter to the poor. The priests lived in community, where they continued the work of the apostles. Inspired by the practice of the early church, Norbert exhorted the faithful to join the monastic life in some capacity. So many men and women responded to the invitation that many asserted that no man since the apostles themselves 
had inspired so many to embrace the monastic life. When Norbert was appointed an archbishop, he urged his brothers to carry the faith to the lands of the Wends. In his own diocese, he tried unsuccessfully to convince the clergy of the need for reform and was confronted with noisy protests both in the street and in the church. One of the principal goals of Norbert's life was to foster harmony between the Apostolic See and the German Empire. At the same time, he wanted to maintain Rome's freedom in the matter of ecclesiastical appointments. Apparently, his efforts were so successful that Pope Innocent II thanked him profusely in a letter in which he called him a devoted son, and Lothair made him Chancellor of the Realm. Norbert did all these things with a steadfast faith. Faith was the outstanding virtue of Norbert's life, as charity had been the hallmark of Bernard of Clairvaux's. Affable and charming, amiable to one and all, he was at ease in the company of the humble and the great alike. Finally, he was a most eloquent preacher. After long meditation, he would preach the word of God, and with his fiery eloquence, purged vices, refined virtues, and filled souls of good will with the warmth of wisdom. He spent many hours in contemplation of the divine mysteries, and fearlessly spread the spiritual insights which were the fruit of his meditation. Proclaim the message, in season and out of season. Refute falsehood, correct error, call to obedience. Endure all the hardships and spread the gospel. Keep watch over the whole flock which the Holy Spirit has given you to rule and guide, as a shepherd of the Church of God. Endure all hardships and spread the gospel. Let us pray. Father, you made the Bishop Norbert an outstanding minister of your church, renowned for his preaching and pastoral zeal. Always grant to your church, faithful shepherds, to lead your people to eternal salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.